0: Winches and scallywags, rugrats over 18 years of age, prudes avert your ears and
1: eyes. The Asylum Studio brings to you a show to bend your mind and implode your morals. Ethics be damned. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Chaos and Disorder.
0: Welcome back in. This is indeed Chaos and Disorder. I am your host, the talent, the one and only host with the most, Mr. Rick Flieger, joined as always by our resident cautionary tale, the living embodiment of what happens after 75 years of hard drinking and anger, Mr. Rick Briggs in the house today, and of course sitting over there looking befuddled and confused by all the flashing lights, proof that, uh, that uh, monkeys dean, can't run a well, control board <laughs> that true and proof that dean warmer was right on our own john bluto blutarski executive producer mr alejandro finkelstein you can follow the show you can be part of it you can reach out and touch us where the bathing suit covers at chaos and disorder on the tweeters chaos and disorder pod on the facebook and that stupid email address that nobody uses
1: I, actually, we had a very kind email that I was going to bring to light during the show. Ooh, a kind email. Now I know it's fake. No, actually, it was not.
0: It was actually real. Even real. though he hates you, but, see, you th- this is why everything you consider kind <laughs> is somebody taking a shot no, at me. He really That's not doesn't. kind. He,
1: he really doesn't. I, I demand hate his you name. Well, I will tell you his name oh. another time. Oh. Why is it always? But anyway, thanks uh, for that professional intro, Mr. Fleger. It was, and that of course, was good. thank you, Andy Franzen. You can find him on Facebook and TikTok at Broncos Swanson, and of course, the great music by Rival Lovers. You can find him on Twitter at Real Rival Lovers. And fellas, where else can you find Rival Lovers? Hold on, I know this bandcamp.
0: You got it. Now he's over there pushing buttons and nothing's and nothing. happening, so once again, the intro apropos.
2: So I thought about last week when Briggs was on a website and it just randomly started playing the most obnoxious thing ever. Yes. So I muted the board because I was looking up the Match for. <laughs> what info. is it with
0: you in this match? I, I don't know. Is it just your sexual attraction, to
2: DeChambeau?
0: Is that what it comes down to?
2: You know what? I think that's what it is. Did
0: you see the news about your
2: boy? Which news? Because there's plenty out there. Well, him and his longtime
1: caddy have split up. Mr. Tucker apparently said, I'm gone. And he has was on the bag of all of his major wins as well as his uh, tournament wins. Did did something go sideways? Poorly? What Don't happened? know. He was actually on the bag last week when he played. And now they... Or a pair no longer. Maybe he's afraid Kepka's going to
0: kick his ass and he's going to get swept up in the melee. Well, Who wins here, in a fight between Kepka and DeChambeau when they finally throw down? Jordan Speeth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Jordan Speeth's winning anything.
1: Well, they kill each other and well, then we of go. Some competition comes, comes
0: back to the top. So I gotta say, we said before we came on the air, I have literally zero interest in this match, N- none whatsoever. I should I? <laughs> I don't. And why are you doing it on a Tuesday afternoon? That that's probably the because biggest problem.
1: Nobody's gonna. I mean, Tuesday night or whatever. Or now they're playing it today. Yeah, it's right? like right now. Yeah, did, and they're it's teeing live. off. Yeah. yeah, well, I don't know why they're doing it. Maybe because they have other things to do on the weekend.
0: Was this a thing in the old days? Was there ever any, you know, show matches
1: like this? No, I told you um in, in shows past, the only thing they had, like basically the season would wind up I don't know, somewhere mid to late September or something of that nature. And then somewhere between that time and Thanksgiving or whatever, they would film. At the time, it was like Palmer, Nicholas Trevino, and I think Watson or Gary Player. They did the Skins game. Okay. And they, you know, played 18 holes, and they played nine. They showed nine on a Saturday and nine on Sunday, and they yucked it up a little bit and, you know, played skin. And that was basically it. There was no... Huge hype. It was just kind of like, I think it was maybe even on Thanksgiving holiday weekend or something like yeah, that. Which they tried with the first match, wasn't right. it, with Phil and Tiger. But it's just, they're so animated. It's almost like, um, you know, are you, you have to try that hard.
0: Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, Phil was definitely – Tiger, I guess worse than that one, was, was <laughs> so putting it on. Like I said, if this was DeChambeau and Kepka, maybe there would have been some interest in it. I, they probably didn't know they were going to hate each other when they planned this awful thing. It would thing. have been better if they – But getting getting the dumb football players involved, I don't, here, here's my only takeaway from all of this. We had a couple of weeks' worth of conversation about this Super League with all the money in, in Saudi Arabia and pulling the talent away from the PGA Tour. What this tells me is if there is nothing at stake, nothing historical at stake, a major win, a PGA championship, people aren't going to care. So you could even take the 10 or 12 or 20 best guys out of the PGA and take them overseas. Now I think we know nobody's going to care because nobody cares about this thing.
1: You're right. I I agree. And and nobody cares about – the Travelers or right. the, whatever tournament is, is being played other than the four majors throw in, like, what, the TPC, Memorial, yeah, yeah, maybe one or two other ones that I've forgotten about. And other than that, there's very little interest out there right, at all. Is this thing a pay-per-view? Is
0: it
2: just on TV?
0: Where's it at? TNT. Oh, so they're actually televised. At least they didn't try the pay-per-view gimmick again. I can't imagine the <laughs> well, thunderhead. I'm to use sure. Your term, I'm they would sure pay some
1: egghead to come up with this idea had contract in hand before they would <laughs> gambled on pay per view.
0: <laughs> I would like it. It'd probably be good scenery, isn't it out in Montana or something? So that'd probably be nice to look at if they had it in 4K or something.
1: It would be kind of nice if Aaron Rodgers would uh, maybe get together with his wide receivers too before yeah. Uh, anything There's lots happen- of time for yeah, that. It's barely the fourth of July, right. so actually, it's the sixth. How was your fourth?
0: Yeah I think that's the response. Yeah. So I did something I generally don't like to do. Well, a couple of things I generally don't like to do. Let's see. You solved a math puzzle. Oh no, that's something I can't do. Oh, okay, so he was, right.
2: he was around people.
0: Yeah, lots and lots and lots of okay. people. So, so I vowed going into this year that I would Bob Nutting would get not one of my dollars this year. And you
1: forfeited your I
0: vow. I did. It, my my nephew won some contest where he was the kid of the day at the game or something so he was on the field and got introduced so it was a big deal so i acquiesced and went down to the game so they used to back when i cared about both the pirates and the fourth of july it used to be something i made a point to do they'd play the game at four o'clock you know that take you till seven seven thirty or so. You get a bite to eat. They set off the big city fireworks down in right. Pittsburgh, and you can be out of there. So That's pretty cool, right? So agreed to do all this, thinking, all right. Well, I'll bite the bullet and do the same thing. Got the wife and the kid all excited about seeing the big fireworks. These dipshits scheduled the game for one o'clock.
1: I know. Yeah, I and heard the, all about that—the
0: first professional baseball game that I can remember in the last fifteen years that came in under three hours came in at two and a half hours <laughs> in a pitcher's duel on a Sunday. So this thing was over by 3.30, but we're all in on the fireworks. Now I'm just milling around downtown Pittsburgh trying to kill six hours. You could only get so much to eat. I can't get drunk because I got the, got the childrens with me. You know what I mean? So just killing time and killing time and killing time. Very slowly killing time. Oh my god! And in in, in the city, I don't much belong in the city. And then so, all right, we killed enough time. Went to the park. They had some activity. Actually, wasn't an awful day. You know, it's a contrast to what I would be doing otherwise. So then, get to the park a couple hours before the fireworks. Get sat down. Stake out a good spot. I I know it's white trash, but I like fireworks. I'm dumb. I hey, look at the bright lights. It's what I do. I'm I'm a, <laughs> I'm attracted to it. And down there, compared to what we get, you know, at your local municipality, is pretty impressive. But should have known it. Get there early. Stake out the good spot. Everybody comes in eight seconds before they start. Crowds around you, of course, stands up, and then here's what I can't understand I saw exactly zero people looking at the sky at the fireworks. What do you think everybody was oh, doing? Oh, they right? got
1: to film it through their phone. Yes, but yes. Th-
0: number one, who the hell is ever going to go back and watch that? But number two, I am not shitting you, Rick. They weren't actually looking at them, they weren't even looking through their phone. They were doing this. I don't have my phone out, this would be my phone. They're holding up at the fireworks and looking at you talking. They never looked up. You're going to go home that's and watch it? Why don't well, you just look up and remember us. it?
1: Yes, they're talking about how what a great memory it's going to be once we get home <laughs> with
0: and watch and it in Sit the down and watch it. I did yeah. completely dumbfounded. A
2: couple years back when Farm Aid was in Pittsburgh. Oh,
0: I remember that was on TV. The, and poor Willie. It looked like they had him propped up with a stick. I It made me sad. He
2: was in a bad way. Yeah. But the missus and I went. And we're we're in the grass section, not the Willie Nelson grass section. And <laughs>
0: yeah, you got to clarify that where Willie's playing.
2: There's nobody there for probably three quarters of the concert. Right? It gets the last three headliners, and it starts getting packed. And I forget who it was. It might have been like when Dave Matthews came out. I looked down, and there's a guy laying on the grass watching the live feed <laughs> on, on his, his phone. <laughs> Which is like a 10 second delay at that yeah, point. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude, just look up. Like, yeah. it, it's going right home. In, it's right in <laughs> front of you.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. I, I don't understand the picture of
1: everything in the video. People don't go back and look at this stuff, right? No, but they can post it on Facebook yeah. and Twitter and. and whatever TikTok tock and everything and then get likes well there was conservative conservatively
0: 7.5 million people in pittsburgh's point state park that night you can't be the only dickhead posting this on facebook who's liking these everyone oh, was there everyone because you have to get likes I, i'll never do it again i say that and then yeah. I, my family will guilt me into it but where it's my choice i will never do that again it was horrific that was I, your I, I can imagine. I didn't huh? even get drunk on the 4th of July. I didn't either. I had all oh, bullshit.
1: I did not. This is the, the 4th of July was what? Sunday, right? Indeed. Yes. And I finished painting my, you know, my back deck had all them crisscross bracings yeah. on the railing and everything. When, well, finished, when
0: you live an opulent lifestyle like you, things tend yeah. to be ornate.
1: Yes. Ornate. Or Bob.
0: Or Sam. Oh, no. Or Nate. Look it up. But anyway, I
1: finished painting the railings of my deck before it really got hot. And, um, piddled around, did some other stuff. And then, um, oh, I was going to make, had all these plans. I was going to grill some brats and hot dogs and stuff like that. Is it brats? Huh? Or is it brats? I always call it a bratwurst. I'm,
2: that's not right. Bratwurst, but. Yeah. I still call them brats too. You do? I have never heard that before. Give me a brat.
1: Give me a brat and an ice corn iron and that. Do you know you anybody Come that on.
0: says in that? No. Like they, they do. That's the whole yinzer thing. Yeah, I have never stereotype. heard anybody actually say it.
1: No, nah, me neither. But anyway. Oh, sorry. Um, you Fourth of July. Your teetotaling yeah, then, Fourth yeah, I of was July. Gonna have, yeah, I was going to do that, and you know, figure I have like some picnic food or whatever. Anyway, it got. I don't know, around three or whatever, just me and a wife. You just went was to home. bed, didn't you? Nah, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Nah, me and a wife decided, eh, hell with it, let's just go out and get something to eat, so that's what we did. Came home. Yeah, I was probably be in bed by ten thirty.
0: And you teetotaled the whole day. So I you had... must have got really drunk on the third.
1: No, actually I I was ill on the on the third. You were
0: ill? You got the Rona? You got the vid?
1: No, I'm I'm vaccinated, buddy.
0: Oh. Well, With maybe the good you got, stuff. Maybe... not that
1: one that you got, <laughs> not that one that they sell in the corner down at the farmer's market. But
0: it, doesn't that one give you the the delta the the, the delta megavirus? No, I think so. No, nah, I think you're it at gives risk. Gives me
1: the the lifetime immunity.
0: So what you have? You had then. So if you were ill on the third, it was a hangover from the second. I'm trying to figure out where the drunkenness happened.
1: There wasn't any. And and, and yesterday I spent. Um, we were off. I. Spent the afternoon noon brewing another five gallons of beer.
0: <laughs> and so tomorrow you'll spend another day drinking five gallons of beer. No. How long do you have to wait? So you brew
1: it, and then when's it drinkable? Well, it's drinkable probably conservatively a month, right? A month? I mean, I, yeah, conservatively. But, you well, know, I, mean,
2: I... You could drink it without alcohol. True. Yeah,
1: I mean, you could drink yeah, it immediately. The mess that you boil, you could just let it cool and drink it, but it's what's the point? It would be a non-alcoholic beer. It'd be better for you. But it wouldn't even be carbonated.
0: No. Seems yeah. like a lot of work for very little payoff.
1: Oh, there's lots of good payoff. Lots. Like a patience
0: man game. Well, your story was boring.
2: Did
1: but you get anyway, drunk? Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. I was going to get on to some sports, but let's hear about sports. his holiday. Oh, god.
2: I cooked twenty five pounds of pulled pork for a party. went to the party and hung out for a while
0: and ate twenty three pounds of pulled pork. Now, wait uh, a
2: minute now this, something's wrong
0: with this scenario, okay ah i know I think I know <laughs> where you're going, but go ahead <laughs> yeah
1: you you went familying familying <laughs> do it do it with the guilt trip yes And you didn't want to do it, did not. I painted and did various jobs around the house that I didn't want to do. Right. He smoked 25 pounds of pork. Do you see even 4 ounces of smoked pork laying around <laughs> anywhere? Nary any pulled
2: pork. <laughs> well, it it went to the sister and brother-in-law's party and all but about 2 pounds got ingested.
1: That's a okay. pound for me, a pound for
2: you. That's yeah. cool. Um, but at about six thirty, took the daughter home, got her ready for bed, and sat at ate the rest. Nope, sat at the house and got drunk by yourself. Yep, drank beer. (laughs)
0: Sleeping infant was in the next room.
2: No, no, she was upstairs.
1: (laughs) Mm, There you go. Even better. Hopefully, (laughs) hopefully you carried her upstairs
2: before
0: you got her. Yes, boy. Yep. See, as he a still didn't address father. what happened with no. that other
2: two pounds of pulled no. pork, though, did he? And it's, why it's not here. Yeah. It's actually in uh brother and sister-in-law's refrigerator. They didn't realize it was in there.
1: Well, that's just callous.
2: So tell
0: us what you don't like about the in-laws. Let's do that. Uh, actually, he I, left
1: them two pounds of smoked pork. He must not hate them.
2: No, yeah, yeah. I, I love my in-laws. My father-in-law's awesome. Mother-in-law's awesome. Sister and brother-in-law. Anything else? Keep mashing it. I'll wait. (laughs) I I decided
0: not to. you didn't decide not to. No, I didn't. It was was the same
1: one. Oh. (laughs) And and I said, ah. There you go.
0: There we
2: go. I I figured I'd do the ghost instead. I feel better.
0: All right. All right. Next week, uh, you won't be here, correct? I will not. I will be beaching. Maybe I'll try and call in. Get some more Larry's. Oh, I'm gonna get some Larry's. Yeah. I'm be larried Larry'd up all up all winner. I gotta be ready. For that That's lemonade. Right. I can't wait.
1: Next week's the British Open.
0: No, no. Next week is the open.
1: No, actually it's the British Open.
0: It's the now, Open. Now if
1: every tournament decided to say we are the Open you have the U.S. Open, the British Open, the Canadian Open, the Irish Open, the Spanish Open, the French Open. We can't have that. This is the British Open. Well, everything
0: after British doesn't count. The Canadian Open, really?
1: That used to be the fifth major. Did you know that?
0: Did they actually consider it a major? Like when we no, see th- the counts now?
1: Do you, no, that's the thing. You know, did you know the U the, or the excuse me the Western Open back was actually. Um, up to be considered a major, and Sam Snead had won like five of them, and then somewhere along the line it got changed, and they've, they've settled on these four. The Western Open is kind of like, boy, what a downfall. Yeah. Huh? Well, <laughs> I mean, and who
0: makes these decisions? Oh, why is he pointing? He's pointing and know. pointing up. Oh, you're I getting away you from like, your up. microphone again.
1: Up. I got your up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: God. And there it is. There's the show. Yep, show. That, I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it is
1: being held at Royal St. George. And this is actually the sixth time in the last 40 years at Royal St. George. Um, the la- 40 years ago, was in 81. And that was the first time it was held that- there from like 1949. Then it's been like six times since 81. I thought that was kind of interesting, like why the gap between 49 and 81, and then we have them 81, 85, 93, 03, 2011, and now 2021.
0: I think they should just go to St. Andrews
1: every year, make it like Augusta. That's the good one. St. Andrews is good, but, you know, Troon's really good, too. Turnberry is really good. See, they got they got a lot of really cool. Saint George's, if you yeah, get tell any me about time, it. What's what's the if you the yeah gimmick. if you have any time? Well, it's not a gimmick. It's just like a cool seaside links course, and
0: it so one of those ones where the wind's going to blow sixty mile an hour yeah. the whole weekend. Is it
1: going to rain the whole time? I don't know that. Well, it's but always it could, raining over yeah. there. But um, yeah, I mean it, it's. You know, 10 years ago, Darren Clark won there. Before that, it was Ben Curtis. Never heard of him again. Uh, Greg Norman won in 93. Sandy Lyle in 85. And Bill Rogers in 81. So, this, this ought to be interesting. Royal St. George's a pretty nice golf course. I'm going to have to definitely watch some of that. And that's my tournament because it comes on early in oh, the morning. Oh, yeah. See, that's, that. uh, that's why I don't like love it.
0: it. It's mainly over by the time I get out of bed, which I don't much care for. So no. they have like the real deep pot bunkers. I like those in in these open tournaments. Yeah, where and you basically just, need a ladder to get down in, or and, maybe and you just you choose get off to the leave fairways into
1: like their waste areas. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a hayfield. Yeah, kind of <laughs> exactly. like that too. Yeah, I do. It's, it's it, great. It's wispy. Yeah, <laughs> Wispy. That's that's a, that's a great little. Uh... It's probably not real wispy when you're trying to get a ball. Out well, of no, there, but... no, but
0: it just looks it. You know, it's right. just a flowing. I I do like that. I like always like the. If you could get a half sunny day, you know and I just yeah. like the views of it, but it tends to be so dreary. I mean just generally what I think of Europe in general but i
1: but always a good tournament it's yeah it's would be difficult i think to to live over there because I mean you watch um somebody's there's a lot of um series on like Netflix, you know like these British um tv series and shows my wife watches a lot of them and i'll, I'll actually watch some of them with her but it seems like it doesn't matter what series or what story they're always running around in the rain yeah, yeah know, just, all the time just I mean, rains and you can't film in the sunny weather apparently and it's dark
0: there. and 55 degrees all the time right you know, no wonder they're all so weird hey we got our wish though well what wish was that sun's bucks
1: yeah I've- huh I wish Giannis was playing. You uh, know, there's actually – it's an update. There's a chance he can play game one. He's upgraded to questionable Oh, now. they upgraded him for tonight. He's Yes, he's upgraded till questionable. Probably won't play, but it sure looks at least promising maybe by two or three they can get him in there. Yeah, Wait, exactly. Wouldn't that be a story, him hobbling out on, you know, kind of like Willis Reed. He pulls Reed, a Willis right? Reed. <laughs> exactly.
0: Or the time Paul Pierce was in the uh, – On the, uh, what do you call it? Wheelchair, and then decided, oh, I guess I have to go play now, and just got up and ran back. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, fooled you. I I guess (laughs) I'm not hurt. Honestly, if. Because, yeah, Phoenix has got the home court. So, if they can get Giannis back by game three, everything's still on pace, right? You right. assume that's not the way these playoffs have gone, which is what's been made this more interesting than most. But, you know, if a home team, everybody holds home court, you know, with or without Giannis, they get back 0-2. If you got an actual healthy Giannis back, makes for a good tournament. Or a good tournament, yeah, or a good series, <laughs> series for, right. for our English-speaking Well, I, th-
1: I think Milwaukee's has to get him back by, like, game three. Get, let these, you know, the Suns aren't the Hawks. I mean, no. you know what I'm saying? They're a much better team. You you need this guy in your lineup. A two-time MVP is the best player they got. Even if he's, what, 75%, you certainly can't expect him to be fully healthy. But if he if he can get back to 70, 75 Well, that's a whale of a difference.
0: No, and and that's what I worry about. You have – it's obviously different, the the knee versus the ankle. But you saw Trey Young come back in the Eastern Conference Finals but was nowhere near himself. You could tell he came back too soon. Is Giannis coming back too soon? And is he 80%, 90% of what he's supposed to be? Then it sets up for a great series because it – this is—I'll tell you what. This is the first time I've never heard you talk about the NBA Finals, so it's not just me that's feeling it. The, the playoffs in general—I like the compressed schedule, right? LeBron's right. bitching about it, but what—that's all LeBron does anymore—is oh, yeah. bitch about things.
1: He's a resident expert on every subject. Oh my it seems god!
0: Like. It's when you get to the point where did you see a it, guy with
1: a high school education <laughs> is a resident expert on everything. <laughs> well, that's it's usually amazing. the
0: way that you get enough money. All of a sudden, right. you, you get real You're smart apparently, yeah. but. I I thought it was funny, although going down that road, but that whole Rachel Nichols, Maria right. Taylor thing. But then also on that recording was it was LeBron's PR guy that said he was tired of all this. He can't keep up with it. I forget what he said between the me too. Basically with all the woke, he's exhausted now. Yeah. He can't, And that's because it is because LeBron just sticks his nose in all of that. And then, yeah, now he gets eliminated in the first round. Well, the real reason is because the schedule's compressed. Anyhow, but I think that makes it more interesting. You've got new teams, right? You've got exciting teams. Phoenix is exciting. I'd argue Milwaukee isn't that exciting, but they're – they're kind of a throwback. They're kind of an old school team, which is why I think you gravitate towards them, and that's what makes this series
1: really interesting. Because they're but the thing about Phoenix, Rick not you, but but they're not that fast of a pace team no, either. No, you know they're they're not like you say the old school type, but they're not a fast paced team either. Which I, if Giannis was healthy, I think that would benefit Milwaukee.
0: Well, that's where I, I really wish he was healthy. And let's assume he gets healthy at some point, game two, game three. Where this series is interesting is unlike most series in the NBA, where everybody's playing the same style. This is a real contrast yeah. in styles. Milwaukee's probably the favorite with a healthy, healthy Giannis because I don't know if they're willing to put the ball, take the ball inside, which Milwaukee tends to be. Phoenix can in no way match up with them. No. You know, Aiton can only try to take one of those guys away between Lopez and Giannis. So they, Milwaukee, can have whatever they want. Inside. Now you get down on the other end. You got a Chris Paul. You got a Booker. You've got Cam Johnson coming off the bench. This is a team that can fill it up and can get going a little bit. I don't know how they come out. How Milwaukee guards them. You know Middleton's good, but again, there's too much going on at the guard. Right. It's a real contrast in styles. Don't think it just comes down to a shooting contest, which most of these series are. It oh, exactly. Is, it,
1: it, it's intriguing. But uh, let's not forget, too, though, game seven against uh, the Hawks. You know, Milwaukee without Giannis shot 38% from the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's lights out basically in anybody's book for an entire game, let alone an entire series, if you you don't get him back. And, and well I don't no. know.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Most You're teams now are shooting forty five percent from three yeah. at, at this point. So and that's what it is. Now Lopez, if he plays like he did in the final game of the Eastern Conference final, I mean, wow, I don't think he has that in him four more times, right. but but maybe he does. Honestly, if Giannis is healthy, I'm rooting for Phoenix. But I think Milwaukee's a better team. I just I don't know how now you can tell we're on the air. Finally we <laughs> get the first <laughs> lead drop up above us here it's got to be mitch coming in to clean it's, it's up it's all i can figure he's up there <laughs> swinging a sledgehammer instead of a broom
1: <laughs> well you didn't say anything about his shoes
0: did you
2: i thankfully didn't see him on the way in
0: okay good see now he's high he was all <laughs> chesty all oh, their best buddies their yeah. boys and now more and more each week the truth is coming out I do like just sitting here watching our producer gamble the entire show.
2: Entire time making yeah. that GTA.
0: Has, hasn't even looked up from his gambling.
2: And why would he? What do you think of this uh,
0: name image likeness thing going on in the NCAA, Rick?
1: Look, I, I, the money the NCAA rakes in... Um, from, from sports. So you're talking about the players getting right. their cut. Yeah, okay. Yeah, give it to them. Well, it's it's being given
0: to Well, yeah. Them. What I does mean, this mean for the future of college sports?
1: What does it mean that maybe the players will be getting more of the money that in – that the NCAA is raking in? I I don't know. I mean, that's... Well, I mean, va- that's
0: what's weird, right? They're not getting a cut of the NCAA's money. They're just being given the ability
1: to go out and get their own. True. But that takes a little bit of pressure. off. On- yeah, I see what you're saying. They're not getting the NCAA's money. But it takes the pressure off the NCAA, you know, at least to postpone this while us paying the athletes. Right. You know what I'm saying, and, and that that was the and it easy. still gets them their share. But you do wonder.
0: Here's, and I'm not the first one to pose this question, but I I can't come up with a good answer to it. Now that there's no such thing as improper benefits, for what purpose does the NCAA exist? I think we are closer now to the conferences just breaking out completely on their own. I don't know what the landscape, especially in football, looks like in, hell, even in five years. What what does the NCAA do now? I mean, all they existed for was to go around and nitpick and try to hammer kids for, you know, going out to dinner with a booster and much bigger things. I know I'm being absurd with it, but you saw that low-level stuff. What do they do now? What's their role
1: in all of this? They've already destroyed themselves right. in my mind by making the Power 5 who then revolted basically as we saw during COVID against the NCAA right. which are which rendered them powerless. So now it's the conferences have if they don't want to do something yeah look I mean we've got whatever you pick you pick the Big 10, the ACC, look at the schools that we got we're not doing it. What are you going to do about well, it?
0: Well, that's just it. They, exactly. they They lost control of the schools, at least the big schools, already. Right. Now you've
1: lost control of well, the players. I don't know what the role with. Well, is. you already have the, uh, what do you call it, the transfer portal. <laughs> that disaster. That, that turns into a revolving door, which is like, <sighs> that, to me, I, I, I just can't wrap my head around it. Look, I have no problem with a kid at – Whatever, say Missouri wants to move up to Miami in football, or whatever the case may be, or you know. But there's no rules anywhere. It's just kind of like, yeah, it's just kind of like um, a kindergarten class when the teacher walks out of the room.
2: <laughs> ah, you know, it's
1: all over the place.
2: So does this mean that, say, a booster that owns a car dealership for, in the in the Penn State area?
1: All right. And the recruits' parents get new cars all of a sudden? No, they don't oh. get new
2: cars, but they can get sponsorships. Right. So yeah. that car dealership could go, hey, if you come to Penn State, we'll give you a million dollar sure. sponsorship. Yes. Yeah. That's legit now. Yeah.
0: Yep. One hundred percent.
2: They should make the movie Blue Chips Two then.
0: It, it'd be a lot a lot less exciting because it all just <laughs> be out in the open. Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's just run the, the credits and the movie's over. Yeah. And yeah. Penn State's the interesting example, because you look at, you know, you, you think initially, and it might end up working out the way, that this benefits, you know, the the big name, the brand name schools. But I think more importantly, who this really benefits, he mentioned Penn State. I think about Alabama. And these sort of outpost college-only towns where the back-up right guard name has some cachet and so the local meat market you know brings right. in and pay him a couple thousand dollars to do his product that means something you think so i go to always it always comes back to pit for me where in, in the sports lexicon in pittsburgh the top five in order goes the steelers the steelers the steelers the, steelers, the penguins the steelers nobody at Pitt, you're not bringing in there's no national or no big advertisers for these right. pick kids. It actually it hurts these teams in pro towns
1: where you, if you're going to spend that money to get player endorsements, you're going to use it from the pro players. Yeah, and you use a great example with Alabama. That entire state has Alabama and Auburn. It's all they care about. And, and that's it. Um, Louisiana, I mean, you had the Saints and so forth, right? But you, but LSU, the still SEC's cares.
0: a whole different animal, right. at least in the deep South there, that part right. of the SEC.
1: It, but it's it's still going to when there, when all thing when all the dust settles, it's just going to boil down to the exact same thing. Some kid that's going to whatever Middle Tennessee State. He'll get a pit and sponsorship at some local car dealer in a little town wherever they're right. at, while whoever goes to Tennessee is going to get the big deals. Yeah. Simple as that. And, and so nothing really changes other than the fact that your blue-chip recruits are going to be millionaires when they're college freshmen. Well, yeah.
0: There's, there's no doubt about it. And, and the
1: other kids, yeah, I mean, they'll make out a little bit, but I mean uh, – It's not going to change anything, I guess, other than – the kids' wallet sizes, yeah. Right?
0: It, pr- hopefully, and actually, that's what I hope, right? At least you almost maintain the status quo because you think about the these mid-tier guys or even these good players at smaller colleges. At minimum, now they're allowed to go get those fake jobs. You know what I mean? Well, well come yeah, here that and was give you the job stupid. at the car dealership. <laughs> yeah, you know what job, I mean? <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, at <laughs> least they could do that. At least they're allowed to you know feed themselves, which the NCA always had a big problem. Problem with their players feeding themselves.
1: Well, yeah, I, I never could figure that one out. They, they're always, you know, these poor kids that they're starving to death. But every kid I've ever seen got more bling than I've ever seen on. <laughs> well, yeah, that, <laughs> you know, that's that's completely different. Well, <laughs> yeah. I know, but I mean, it's it's just such. It doesn't really change anything. No. What I would like to see, which will never happen in my lifetime, obviously, but these. Something, I, I just don't know, because this Power 5 conference, everything's screwed up as far as I'm concerned. Oh, it's, it's There's going to no, be its own entity.
0: It, it almost has to be.
1: Yeah. Because this is what
0: I fear, and I'm always arguing against myself, because the players should get what they get, and they're generating that much money. They right. should get a piece of that. I, I get that. The transfer thing, the coaches can leave whenever they want the players. and I, I always argue that. But just as a fan – Yeah, college football, and an even bigger fan of college basketball. I'm long past the amateurism aspect. Of of course, they're professional athletes now, not getting paid. But as this money gets injected, and the NCAA breaks apart, this Power Five is going to be its own entity, and everybody else is going to be another entity.
1: I guess the point I'm trying to make. You know what I would like to see, like like a fan, you know, pick a place, an area of the country. I would like to see maybe Texas Tech actually have a shot at the Big 12 title in football.
0: Yeah, so and this, this is not going to...
1: You know what I'm saying? Right. Or or pick another, you know, um, Washington State to actually have a Pac-12 title chance. Or, you know, Indiana. Yeah. You know, whatever. You know, picks a Wake Forest. Somebody be able to... Be relevant, yeah, at least for a couple of years, but it, I, I just don't think it'll ever happen. Because,
0: I mean, make no mistake, this is the first domino to fall, this name in- right. image likeness. The next lawsuits will be, and rightly so, again, would be revenue sharing, right? It, but amongst the players, whatever these schools are bringing in, whatever these conferences are bringing in. Now they're all getting a piece of that. Now it's, you know, de facto pro sports. And when you've got all the money and you've got all the power, now you start seeing things breaking out. Do we only get an ACC championship, an SEC championship? Football, I think you could live with that to a degree. Basketball is what I'm worried about. Is there an NCAA tournament when the NCAA has been rendered useless? Because you know the ACC is not going to be fighting for – these smaller schools, these one bid conferences, to be a part of their tournament. No, no, no. You go away now. I'm going to put this six and twenty one pit team in there right. because they're still going to draw more eyeballs. Yeah, There's more an an in right. and so you're going to see that squeezed out. That's as a fan, everything the players are asking for is reasonable and probably more than they're asking for, and I do side with them. But for a fan. I'm terrified because this, this is the first domino to fall and they're going to keep falling. These are just going to be minor league feeder systems and the money is going to win out. Always does. I agree. All right. Well, let's take a break and what yep. are we going to do? Sell some coffee here, right? You betcha. Any, any chance he's ready or is he still gambling? Oh, he beat me to it. I'm impressed. So we we'll back, we back. Oh, we've got our segment, our new segment, our weekly one that i think we need to roll out there we've got some imaging for it we're all ready to go so when we come back it's going to be rick briggs tweets right after this
1: let's talk about our sponsor dead sled coffee dead sled coffee strives to create a culture of acceptance and respect no matter what your level of coffee knowledge is they are distinguished coffee for the exceptional and unconventional they offer amazing products that do not require your dictionary or your atlas to appreciate Feel comfortable ordering their coffee and know that it is not a crime if you do not know where the beans came from or where it was processed. They have done all the work for you, having slurped and sniffed through endless cuppings so you can just sit back and enjoy your coffee experience. Not sure what to try? Well, try some of their new signature blends, the Robert England blend, the Kiss blend, and the Cypress Hill blend. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Use the promo code DeadSled. Fifteen and take fifteen percent off your order. DeadSledCoffee.com and hey, tell them Fligger and Briggs sent you.
0: Yes, indeed. Go ahead and tell them we sent you. As I just hit the wrong button over
1: here. Now I know how Finkelstein feels all the time. Hey, I have a question, Rick. You know, you 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 constantly make fun of me because. Um, I'll do a hand gesture to you. I'm showing something to you. <laughs> well, wow, you know, it'd be awful nice if we were video, but this is an audio pocket. But you're sitting there over there. Well, we'll come back. You know, We have imaging, too. Well, they're not going to see anything. Imaging, Rick, is industry term. See, if you were mean,
0: the talent, meaning. you would know this. Soundtrack. But that's not announcer. an announcer. Well, an image is visual. It, no, Look it up. It's what we call it in the industry. No, for, no. For if you were, that's what if, in the biz. If you were a if, professional uh-huh. broadcaster, you would know this. I got you. So, so as always, Finkelstein did this halfway. So we don't we don't have the intro read yet. But I'll defend him. I did spring this on him. But it is time for my new favorite segment on the show.
2: Briggs on. Twitter...
0: We might not need a professional voiceover. We might just do that. It certainly don't have. This is the new exciting segment where we break down all of Rick
1: Briggs' best tweets from the week prior. Imaging and the process of making a visual representation of something. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I rest my case. Not, professionals
0: not going to let it go. Yeah, you you can go to. But it's just that's it's, it's an industry term. No, you it's, wouldn't know as is an industry definition. outsider. Okay, well you can have
1: Webster's all you want. While you are acting ignorant and dancing to that is a pretty catchy one. <laughs> I like yeah, that. This is, this is by far the best one.
0: Yeah. He offered. A, I think it ended up being five, five suggestions he pulled together for this, cool. and I, I think we made the call on this.
1: But, but no, I'll, I'll let you. Uh, oh no no please. Crucify me Good. first. Go
0: I've got to say.
1: But what I okay what I will say is you know why you
0: This is my me. favorite bit you do. This? You start, say no no. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> yeah, no. I say no. I insist you say no, do it. I get two words out.
1: Actually
2: <laughs> Actually now that you bring it up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually now did that did you, you say know? that? You're right. <laughs> but um you know, this is the engine that makes at chaos and disorder on yeah, Twitter yeah, go.
0: Yeah, this this is the engine. So I gotta say I was a little disappointed and I knew I was in trouble when essentially the first tweet you sent out this week was you bitching about me calling out your you tweet. Betcha. And then gave some innocuous, any dunderhead with a thumb could put together list of top five fantasy running backs, which was no good. Actually, but, it was good. It was a pretty nice top five. Well, yeah, you and everybody else with the same top five. Duh.
1: Boy, boy, I tell you, you're quick, man. I, right <laughs> I there. I like
0: it. I didn't like it. So, I like
1: that. <laughs> he doesn't get a yay for
0: that
2: oh. that one was kind of good <laughs> the finger snapping is what
0: yeah that's true i do Knee
1: talent doesn't like to be called out and when he, when he gets nailed he hates it but that's good
0: <laughs> but we did have some now i know we're trying to break into the business rick we love radio even though you is don't the know what is music
1: over or is well, it going I, to play the whole time? Well, I, I potted it, was, it
0: down. Do you want to keep it on?
1: 42 minutes? Well, I mean, it's
0: much more pleasant than your annoying, all right. boys. Well, here, let's start it all over again. I'm What's gonna the to, name of it? Happy, Happy Game Show.
1: I like it. it. Appropriate. <laughs> yeah.
0: I am going to have to loop this. Normally, I'm not allowed to leave things playing in the background or you get all mad and slam your headphones on the table. Yeah, but I'm not going to be talking, so. <laughs> well, you haven't shut up yet. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> I about? Know. You know why I don't? Because <laughs> you're trying to derail me. <laughs> you're trying to deflect from your nonsense. And and what is my success rate, Alejandro? Probably like 100%. Yeah, you're at 100% so far. <laughs> Thank so. you. So we'll go through these quickly. Again, Not a lot of great ones. However. <laughs> Just one so far. <laughs> I think anybody who wants to get in the business, it it's very important that you comport with... People in your industry you want to be with. So Rick found a tweet by Radio Powerhouse WMOT, also known as Roots Radio. For those of you right. not in the biz, this happens to be the college radio station yes. at Middle Tennessee yes. State University. Right. Which asked today, yes, in general, right, what song helps you relax?
1: Yes. First response. At that, chaos that's and disorder. Response, you moron. Something
0: called old time feeling by something called Guy Clark. First response, perhaps only response to a college radio station's tweet, but Rick Briggs had to get it out there you so everyone did knows, not look at. The, oh, I looked. It, no, I you, looked.
1: You, no. see, now this is where I could derail him and make him look totally boobish, but I won't because I
2: like him to continue with his shtick. Are we following them? Is that how you saw it?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think I can't
2: remember. No, 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 no. He just
0: finds these things. <laughs> no,
1: I think maybe. And I, we, I still think don't maybe. think you
0: understand. They're not asking you a direct question. It doesn't
1: matter. They're just looking for responses. Well, That's all.
0: What 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 does that response offer? And why does it have to be something called Guy Clark? Nobody on the planet other than you knows what a Guy Clark
2: is. Guy Clark's an amazing musician. Shut your face. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'll go back over here. Yes. (laughs)
0: Give yourself a yay for that. Sit over there and and, uh, gamble or whatever it is you're doing over there.
1: Yeah. All of a sudden, you're not invited now. Boy, you were the guy. (laughs) Get it? I see what
2: he did there.
0: I missed it. Oh, the, the the hold on, the song ran out again. Like I really I said, thought
2: it, that was like forty-two minutes long. It's certainly no, not. Time flies. You're having a
0: blast. <laughs> Two minutes and thirty-nine seconds long. In case anybody was wondering, Rick on Twitter found an old football card, and he made sure to reach out to Jim Everett and let him know how good he thought his footwork was on the football card. So I'm sure Jim really appreciated it's that. It's just stick.
1: It, it's all. This is not stick. Why? Why not? What a shtick about that. Because you don't read it other than take... The only time you look at Twitter is when you're <laughs> defecating. Indeed. And you never yes. even... Re, you don't interact with anyone.
0: Right. However, I do. Well, the, the, this isn't necessarily interacting. This is just random thoughts from a deranged lunatic is what it is. Not really. You threaten cats. Did everyone see that? Uh, there, there was a tw- there was a all. tweet of apparently it means something when a cat bites you and Rick uh, <laughs> pontificated upon what it would mean to the cat should the cat bite him which given the recent Devin Bush situation might not have been in uh, in good taste what else do we have? Here? I think this was my favorite. Well,
1: one. I mean, you know what would have happened? I would have had to withhold a tabby treat from it. That's all. <laughs> I don't all.
0: think that's what you were you were implying whatsoever. <laughs> See, you're assuming. Fact, and we Rick all know Briggs, what assuming is, don't of we? cats. But I think here's my favorite one. Uh, good, sympathetic, engaging Rick Briggs.
2: That so, I am. So a
0: gentleman, I assume we're following him. I don't think we know who he is. I don't know. But a fellow a fellow Scott Fishbowl participant. Uh-huh was really upset that he got bit in the eye by a horsefly. <laughs> that's right, yeah. And his eye swelled yep. shut. Now, I'd have, like everything else, scrolled right past it, ignored it, and looked for right. the porn on there, but Rick <laughs> right. has to engage with everybody. Right. So did Rick say, oh, man, I hope you're all right. Oh, man, that's rough. <laughs> right. No, no. Rick said, no. oh, yeah? You think that's bad? <laughs> that- I burnt my lip on a cup of coffee this morning. Yeah, I'm tooting. <laughs> Notice he didn't respond to that.
1: So the the psychology, what what
0: compels you to compare (laughs) this pestilence he's now dealing with with the the horrific act of burning your lip on a cup of coffee? That's
1: true. A horsefly biting your eye is pestilence, which means he's probably cursed. Right. I just tripped over the dog. I mean, I'm not really cursed. He was just in the way. That's all. So, but so. she was very interested in me getting a cup of Dead Sled. So, so, I, I mean, d- <laughs> you know. Oh, w-
0: the value you add. Well played. Well. <laughs> You're getting good at this. You're yeah. starting to figure
1: it out. And, you know, I'm still trying to get her to like it. Did, but she doesn't. did
2: you tag him in that tweet? Huh? Did you tag Dead Sled in that tweet?
1: No, I didn't want them to think that it had anything to do with oh, Dead Sled that, burning my lips. Smart. Yeah. Smart. See? See, look at that, Rick. See, they're two. The double. Yeah. yeah that's
0: that's pretty you know, well right? played.
1: Right. Yay! Yeah.
0: Thanks. And to wrap it up, just so anybody who wasn't following chaos and disorder on Twitter, and if you're not, shame on you. Everything else you missed on. Apparently, Rick has an issue with the speed and efficiency in which House diagnoses and cures illnesses. What? Uh, some something called Van the Man won a battle of the bands, and he bemoans the segment and gives a half-hearted top five to the fa- in a fantasy RB list. So there he is this week on Rick Briggs tweets. But on a sad note,
1: did you hear about? And
0: I hope. Oh, I if this is a sad note. Do I need to fade the uh, well, game show music yeah, out? Happy, now? happy. happy uh, so you were doing good show. with the yeah. with the extra of the value add on the commercial, right, but then um, and you're about to talk about somebody who had, had a tragedy while this is playing in the background. Yeah. So let me yeah. let me fade that out, that, and
1: now bring. Oh now is this a
0: tragedy on the scale of you burning your lip with that cup of coffee?
1: No, it, it's very. We, maybe we shouldn't
0: go to that right after a happy, happy game show. I <laughs> think we should take a break, and then we could come back, and you can depress everyone. Well, it was a Fourth of July story. Oh, but, well, I think I know where you're going with that one, and
2: it's but let's let's talk about uh, chop shop instead.
0: I do like chop. Shop. That's chop. a good idea. Makes makes me hungry. I thought uh, Billiam was coming on the show today. What L- happened to that? A L-
2: little busy this week.
0: Uh, he doesn't like you. I get that. I run into that a lot. So, Even though Billiam doesn't like me, we'll sell him some you sandwiches anyhow. I still like poutine. So uh, Rick's going to talk about some human tragedy, and I'm going to try to make the yucks out of that right after this.
1: We would like to take this opportunity to tell you about our sponsor and friends, The Chop Shop in Butler, Pennsylvania. The Chop Shop is leading the way in the western Pennsylvania area for good eats. With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you're sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. You can check them out on Facebook, but also at chopshopbutler.com, or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania, and tell them Flager & Briggs sent you.
0: Do you think when we get get Billium on the show we can talk him out of offering vegetarian and gluten-free options?
2: No, cuz he's a legit businessman. He's smart like that. Yeah, but yeah. I
0: I think what I want is recognition. Forget the vegetarian thing. I just I can't even wrap my mind around that, right? I I eat rather than a steak, a potato and some broccoli. I just eat two steaks. So that's I'm I'm on a different prism than that. But the gluten-free, it's like the peanut allergies, like like one out of a thousand people who think they need to be gluten free actually do. The other nine hundred ninety-nine just want to tell people they're gluten free, and those people can all go f themselves. And I don't think Billiam should stoop to their level.
2: Hmm.
1: Wonder if
0: he'll hear this. I mean, well, you considering all you're doing is here.
1: eating steak, what do you care if it's gluten free? Because you're eating gluten free. Well, that's true. Apparently, I have a gluten allergy too. Wow. Yeah. See. So you're one of the gluten-free nerds.
2: Well, do you do, you do I, CrossFit too?
1: <laughs> no,
2: so if I did cross, CrossFit, you cross would already off-tracing. know because
0: you always know. <laughs> I don't think you can say that anymore. I just did. I, I think that me. I don't think that's kosher. Do you
1: know that in this very sad story? I don't know if you heard it or not. I probably did. Columbus you, Blue Jackets goaltender. Yeah, that is awful. <clears throat> I, I hope I don't butcher his name, but Matisse. Len- Lennox. you I definitely mean, butchered it. Yeah, but uh, he died on Sunday, twenty-four years old. I guess they were setting off fireworks. He was in a hot tub, um, apparently lit. It was a actually a freaking mortar fireworks right. mortar. It was lit properly, but shifted and began firing at people. And he was in they were in a hot tub. and He's trying to scramble to get out. You would think he'd just kind of get under the water. But I guess it was kind of hot or whatever. I don't know. If they tried to get out of the way, he got hit in the chest with a mortar, and it killed him. Yeah, that, that's, that, that is It's
0: real. unthinkable how hard that had to hit him to kill yeah. him. But it was weird. The original story that came out, I don't know if you saw this. I saw this right as it broke. The original story that came out was he ran out of the hot tub, like to get away from it, his head. slipped and hit his right. head, and then they come back and said, "No, the mortar hit him." But good God, twenty four years old professional goalie, what what a god awful, awful, terrible.
1: Yeah, and the thing that gets me is you read all this, and it says the the responses of the the Blue Jackets and his mother and so forth through the story, and then at the very end, the last paragraph. He signed with the Blue Jackets in May 2017. He went 2-2-2 two, two, and two and recorded a 3.09 goals against average and a .899 save percentage in eight games with the team. Boo the guy's writer. dead. Who cares? Yeah, that I mean, doesn't seem relevant yeah. at this point. <laughs> right. I mean, like, why does that even have to be part of anything? Do you ever do your own fireworks?
0: Like, other than the things you buy at the gas station? No. This story never ends well. Right? It's always some... No, Jason
1: Pierre-Paul. Yeah, it's you know always
0: I mean? some disaster. I never understood it.
1: No. I mean...
0: I like to look at him. Again, I'm dumb. Yeah, I'm a yokel. I'm, yeah, I love to look at him. I them.
1: sat in the front porch and watched it. I could see it from my eyes. I didn't care. I mean, I we don't go anywhere. The dog just freaks out with all the banging, so we just have to kind of pet her, make sure she not saw, die. Honestly. I
0: saw a meme on Twitter that just had a picture of a dog and said, yapping little dickhead now all of a sudden doesn't like loud noises. That <laughs> yeah. one kind of made me laugh. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> Because that's been the new thing, right? That's the new virtue signal every 4th of July outside of the normal people who just come out of the woodwork to say how much they hate America right. on the 4th of July. Kind of number two on that list is, all oh, fireworks should be banned because it upsets dogs. Just shut up. Up, put the thing yeah. under the bed. Let it whimper for eight minutes. Yeah, Shut it, it'll up. get over it. I mean, I, that drives me nuts. Not. I know we're supposed to treat dogs better than people now, but that's that's kind of where I draw the
1: line. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. That's that's just uh, a little ridiculous. Anyway, you know, we are going to be starting, and I know. You don't really want to this early, but we are going to when you get back on vacation. Right. start the asylum fantasy football show.
0: Is it going to be a separate show, or are we going to do well, of it? Of course, within it is. We've
1: already discussed this. So we're
0: pulling double duty, and, so double duty. and so double duty. I'm going to need to I'm double need my pay. Yeah. yeah,
1: and and the thing is, you get know, you and out, I talked about, you know, we've always been, you know, through the years with our fantasy football, you know, a, a common sense type of type of show. Right. It, yeah. it we're, You know, we like certain amounts of analytics. I mean, you know, if a guy has a 5.5 yards per carry, he's yeah. probably doing pretty good, yeah. you know, that kind of thing, right? But
0: if you want to talk air yards, you can pound well, sand. Well, I just
1: came across a, a, an analytical chart that was posted on – see, this is where me – Floating around on Twitter comes in handy. Well, no, no, you are welcome to float about. Just quit as answering every question that see, every dickhead asks. But see, you can't derail me. I just keep <laughs>
2: plowing right on. It doesn't
1: matter what you say. Okay, so I came across this chart, and it's so funny because the the title of the chart is "Receiving Yard." Or this is from two thousand and twenty. Okay, receiving yards versus man coverage. Okay. okay. So, I look at the chart and I see you know, you have like this this sort of baseline type of slant and you have the guys above it, you know, and then you the guys know, below it. This
0: makes me feel bad, not not trying to derail you, well, but you, you know, know, I see I those right all right the on. time with, with the, the stats, and it's big with the COVID, where they have that line and all the dots all around it. Right. I am way too effing stupid. I don't know what it means. Like, I understand a line graph, a, a little bar
1: chart, a pie graph. I, what, what does all the dots mean? Okay, well, just for an example. I can't do it. Um, I'm dumb. One of the receivers below the line – you know, in, in below you have routes run on the bottom of the chart and receiving yards going vertically, okay? okay? So you have the line going basically at a 45 from your lower yeah, left to the right. Yeah, what's the point of right. the line? Is that well, like the median or something? Yeah, I guess that's basically the median line. All right, so
0: that's just average.
1: Yeah, so the people below that line... Or worse than that, and the ones above it. So you want to be
0: over to as far to the right and as high as you can be. That's the goal, right? Certainly. Okay. Certainly.
1: So I'm going to give you some of. Now this is receiving yards versus man coverage. All right. As opposed to how what we used to talk about receiving yards. We we continue. We will continue to do that. Amount of receptions, and amount of receiving yards, and amount of touchdowns. Well, as you recall, for
0: years these fantasy nerds have been telling us receptions are bad. Read. Yeah, Jarvis Landry.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I won't have that fitting. Yeah. I'll have that fitting in
0: before we the summers. But over. here's
1: some of the guys that were above the line. All right. So okay. Above the lines. Good. Stephon Diggs. Shocker. Calvin Ridley. No. Allen Robinson. No way. D.K. Metcalf. No. No, really. I'm serious. Amari um, Cooper. Balderdash. R- Robbie Anderson. To hell you say. Justin Jefferson. Okay. Devontae <laughs> Parker, Tyreek Hill.
0: Oh, you mean so the good receivers are above the line. Yeah, are above the line. The guys now, the guy, that catch now, a here's lot of some ball. some of
1: the guys that are below it. Oh, okay. Keelan Cole. I'm shocked. I know. Yeah, aren't you though? Um hang on a minute. I got to make this bigger. It's getting a little blurry because You need, it's need my sm- spectacles? Actually, I just need a bigger chart. Um Michael Gallup. Um you're Mooney. Uh, I endued, endued,
0: indeed, endude, indeed am aghast. Yes. Endude.
1: <laughs> Jalen, <Rager>. <laughs> Jalen Rager. trust.
0: Jalen Rager. I think he goes above the line this
1: year. But it's, we'll it's say very It's very possible, but he ship. was, you know, a rookie and so forth. You know, Christian Kirk. Uh, oh, 90 year old Larry Fitzgerald. Um, Isaiah Ford was below no, bullshit. it. bullshit. I'm telling you. Now, if this doesn't clarify <laughs> who the good receivers are from the bad. It has to be receiving yards versus man coverage. Right. I mean, because Def- Stephon Diggs probably against zone sucks. Well, well I'm sure. I'd, certainly. Right. It almost have to be. That's oh, and bit- by, by the way, Devontae Adams is above the line, too. Ah, I, I well, forgot to yeah, mention. him don't, don't forget <laughs> Devontae.
0: So, Shocking. So, and what again, you're telling stunning. me okay, yeah. through <laughs> hours of painstaking research, <laughs> yes. it turns out that the guys who get the most catches – for the most yards and score the most touchdowns there is a direct correlation in their success against man
1: coverage yes Th- it's freaking it, it, brilliant isn't that something wow i'm telling you analytics and, and this is this goes all the credit <laughs> all the credit goes to underdog fantasy Well,
0: all right. there they're no no underdog in my eyes. No. They're getting it done. I'm telling you that we that was probably
2: shouldn't even do a fantasy show. No, they have it covered. Yeah,
0: just go listen to Underdog, <laughs> Skippy ESPN. And, and look, I, you know Bleacher Report. I'm sure there are good good people over there.
1: There's no doubt about this. Isn't
0: that. a shot at them. This is what people want, though. This, in all seriousness, this isn't even a well. Maybe in your eyes and in my eyes, it's not even a shot at those guys. But this no. is what people want, and they think they're getting an edge. <laughs> Right. having No, this really, thing. it
1: wasn't you're right. It's not really a shot against them by any means because people are going to be looking for, you know, receiving yards against, you know, zone coverage on Thursday night games. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's ridiculous. Now here's where it would be useful, right? And
0: here's the thing. Let's say you mentioned him late. Let's say Devontae Adams fell deep under that line. Maybe that's something you consider, at least in a lineup decision, right? If they're going in and playing a team like Pittsburgh, who plays a lot of man coverage, maybe it's something you consider. Are you ever going to bench Devontae Adams if he's healthy and playing? I'm being extreme here. Move
2: him to wide receiver three that week. Yeah, yeah. Put him
0: him in the slot. Don't be slot shaming, (laughs) (laughs) right?
1: Well, I think I'm have one more story for you. Well, let's
0: do it because I want to get out of here. You and, and you're
1: going to be happy with about this one. I oh, will be? It, no, and the I got email. two things. Before what oh.
0: and the email. Yeah, there's an email. Oh, yes, and the yeah, email. So you better get it rolling here.
1: Okay. Oh, boy. Five minutes. First thing is I'm calling out our so called friends in Bulgaria. Uh oh, are they slacking? They up? have dropped from our second most listened to country okay. to fourth. To fourth. They have fallen behind Canada and Russia. Whoa.
0: Russia? We're big in Russia.
1: Yeah. Better be quiet about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't (laughs) want to say that. that.
0: What happened in Bulgaria? But
1: our Canadian friends are picking up the slack a little bit in Bulgaria. Uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of a little disappointed here. We were... I thought we were going to be a thing over there.
0: Yeah. And I don't trust Canadians. Maybe the
2: government has internet on lockdown again.
1: Ah. You think? Plausible. Hmm, that could we be. We won't
2: fault them. We'll give them a, a week reprieve. A one-week reprieve.
1: We'll, we'll give, what is this? This is, as of recording, this is July 6th. You have to the 15th to get your act together. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, well, or else. They'll find out, well, yeah, trust yeah, me. You
0: don't want to find out. <laughs> no. Damn you, Bulgaria. Exactly. I didn't mean that. I love Bulgaria. It's Canada, I don't
1: So care. you're really going to be happy. All right. That's rare, but we'll try it. That Froggy Land, the Croatian Taxidermy Museum, may <laughs> I'm soon happy. may soon come to the United States. Oh, nice! Isn't that something? Yeah, <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> From Split, Croatia. Ah, yes. There's a lot of hype surrounding Froggy Land. <laughs> so much <laughs> hype. I'm hype. There is. Are you hype? now? Let- <laughs> Out of six, Froggy Land has 644 reviews, six times more than the local fine art museum. Well, and twice, fine art's for nerds. And twice that of the city's world-renowned archaeological museum. A world-renowned archaeological museum in Split, Croatia. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Anyway. Might be the same
0: listeners we had in Bulgaria. Makes it world-renowned. But We're most, a world-renowned podcast. most blog-cast. of the
1: reviews have five stars like this one. Quoting. Froggy-tastic. Yes. Probably. Now, get this. Get this. Probably. Probably.
0: (laughs) Way to be definitive.
1: Probably (laughs) the best... Stuffed frog museum I have ever visited. And who the hell are you to argue with that? <laughs> that implies it's they've not been definitely, to more than It's not definitely? <laughs> yeah, the, the, how many damn no. stuffed frog well, museums apparently, are Apparently,
0: this person is a connoisseur of a stuffed frog stu- museum. Frog who the hell museum, are you to argue? For God's
1: sakes. Anyway,
2: yeah.
1: this, inside, there's 507 frogs on display. They have been dead for more than a century. But they look very much alive thanks to the work of Frank Mir, a a mustached Hungarian taxidermist who lived from 1878 to 1947 and spent 10 of his years catching frogs, killing them, and stuffing them (laughs) before arranging them into a variety of exhibits that showed them living out human lives. (laughs) And they're going to bring... Whoa.
0: Did the board just go out? Or what did the did headphones go out? Headphones. All right, good. There's
2: more than one taxidermied frog museum.
0: And so you found this. I it's did. quick work. So when you find something he's passionate about, <laughs> he's all over it. Like
2: bug wars.
0: You know what I wonder? Why would you want to go look at a stuffed frog? However. Oh. There's always there's a always dark side. A, yeah, there's, there's ang- always. Couldn't be been.
1: All of this was too much for one TripAdvisor reviewer who punished a museum with a single star in a review titled Disgusting Display of Animal Cruelty. Oh, stupid hippies ruin everything. Yes, let's kill thousands of frogs for art and ask people, did you have fun, at the end of it. Go if you have no soul. Wow. It's always the gluten-free people that ruin it
0: for everybody.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Where else are you going to see a frog running a squirrel?
0: Well, that's
1: true. Yeah, if there's
0: more of that, then I'm in. That's true. Because I get well, like- they,
2: these ones
1: have, they're they're jumping, they're swimming. There's like circus acts. I mean, they have all kinds of cool pictures on here. That's they're dump, jumping into pools that have life preservers. And why a frog needs a life preserver, I have no idea. Well That's the irony. That's true. Do they have Michigan J Frog? I don't know. I
0: think there's got to be-, be one in a top hat, right? There has to be. Hello if if it's daughter, not, man. they hello get hello three my. stars.
1: Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, if they don't, then it's just an incomplete yeah, yeah. museum. I mean, all and the it's hype. only worth three stars. All the hype. So they're
0: bringing that show on the road, coming to the U.S.
1: Maybe. did Can you start with that? Yes, they just may be. So anyway, we had an we had a uh, an email at Asylum
0: Football. No. Asylumfootball at gmail.com.
1: No. Well, what is it then? At Chaos and Disorder Podcast at gmail.com. What the hell you say? No. Check it out. Yes. But anyway, just uh, talked about a little bit about, you know, golf, you know, because we okay. covered some golf. And it says, I wish some radio station would give you guys a shot. I agree. Many serious radio programs have way less entertainment value than you guys. Keep on kicking ass. Signed, Should we do William it on air? Briggs. Should we do it on air? Mrs. Finkelstein. Uh, no. <laughs> no, she's not that ambitious, I'm sure.
2: I mean, she did get us a GoFundMe for a hot second. Yeah, and they got taken down. <laughs>
1: yeah. That, and that was no that was by uh chris gooden oh and, um, yeah chris and i like we'd chris. certainly appreciate that
0: but he's usually taking shots at me so i'm all, i'm gonna say thank you for the for the kind words but he you and him are usually you got something going on where you're taking shots at me well
1: i don't think he's taking any shots no. at you
0: no that that First of all, I agree 100%. Well, no, Chris, but just, thank you for We the got kind a words. return
1: email because I had responded like oh. a good. Oh, of course host you respond. You
0: always have to respond.
1: And he writes Don't ever quit podcasting. There are lots of guys like me that think you're the best in the business.
0: Yeah, we need thank about you very much. Eight million more of him.
1: Can't wait for the new episode tonight. My co workers always look at me weird. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Of course they do. When I laugh out loud with my headphones on,
2: I feel like I have gone a back and randomly yeah.
1: picked out some of my favorite episodes. But the one that absolutely made my number one was the one where you you asked Fligger, some of the lick questions. Oh, did that? I do poorly? <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I don't we remember don't have to do that again. Yeah, we might
0: have to. I don't remember doing poorly, but apparently I did
1: you did Why you d- I, I can't believe well okay let's see you just said okay i don't remember doing this i can't re- i can't believe i did poorly well i'm smart i'm smart I- okay fredo right. <laughs> but you said you never saw the godfather well but everybody knows i'm smart what? so anyway Real quick before we get out of here, because we know you got to run. Yes, How many picks have you made in the Scott Fishbowl? I have stuck at three. I've made two. So you still
0: stuck at yeah? Well, they're taking the slow draft yeah, thing it, to the end. Been... I kind of like it because in my division, I'd have well, yours must be different. To only be through two. Ours is only one guy, so it's nice. You know, when he comes up, you don't got to pay attention for a while. You got four or five hours to step Same away. It's all one division. guy.
1: It's just one girl that's from DraftKings. And the time runs out. Oh, really? Well, it was like the first pick was like an hour, and then the time ran out on the second pick. So, it may be moving along a little bit. But I am the sixth pick. I went Travis Kelsey down on pick 106. Coming back, there was such a – and we tweeted, texted back and forth today, such a quarterback run. Oh, yeah. (sighs) I gambled. I went Aaron Rodgers in, yeah. in, the, in the second. You get him mid-second.
0: He'd have gone in the first round in a year. He wasn't being a weird hippie, so it's right. worth a shot.
1: And, and you, yeah, or you, you made three picks. Yeah, I'd
0: Lamar, right, and then Saquon Barkley, right. Couldn't pass him up mid-second round, no even kidding. though I'm scared about his health. I'm scared about the Giants and running backs aren't don't carry that value in this format right. that they normally. Would. But still. Hell of a value. And then DeAndre Hopkins, the highest oh, receiver yeah. on my board after the second quarterback run had gone. I just, I'm just, i going to play it out standard from here on out.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, with Lamar first. I mean, yeah. at least you're set. Yeah, you can I'll supplement. Slap
0: a Kirk Cousins right. in there somewhere and Fitch I'll be
2: Magic, fine. something is, like that. Is, are quarterbacks highly weighted in – It's a two-quarterback league. Two-quarterback uh, okay. league
1: and tight end premium, which okay. is why I went Kelsey first because once you get by your Kelsey, Kittle, Waller – you know there's not much value other than maybe a pitts you know that may merge.
0: Pitts has been an interesting one. We might have to make note of this talk about this next show. Pitts in mine and a lot I saw went in the first round or early in the second. I also saw a draft where he lasted till the fourth round. So really interesting the the right. test on Kyle
1: Pitts. But I think next week, um, Well, you two dummies are on your own. What are the yeah, odds w- the show gets on? Well, we're on well, go we got we got that covered. But as as we progress
2: won't get it on, but all the facts will be right.
1: Oh, well, I'll be watching or listening. You can text me, um at least give me your division. Well, you're in rust, right? Roots. root, Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, you root. were thinking rusted, rusted roots. root. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, you're no, just root. the roots. So I, I can check, and we can kind of we'll, we'll go right. over the Scott Fishbowl draft. We got the Caveman draft coming up. Our League of Consequence September. We almost third. took it on the
0: road, but Rick was the cooler, and no getaway draft. Oh, you know, so I was excited about that. not to have all you assholes in my house. Me all my well played, Alejandro.
2: A little different outro tonight. I
0: don't know what it is. I kind of like it. It's folksy. good, isn't it? All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks to uh, Chris for that great email. That was fantastic. Keep listening, Chris. Please pass it along. I'm sure the the ones where you're taking cheap shots at me are the ones Rick isn't reading on the air, so I'll look forward to hearing about those later. <laughs> You can check out these two rubes and boobs trying desperately to get some type of entertainment and show on the air. Hey, do me a favor. Give me a text on Tuesday, and maybe I'll remember to call in. I just need yeah, to be reminded right. it's Tuesday is what happened
2: last time. Too many Larrys. Yeah, so
0: check out. and I'll be into my Larrys. Deep into my Larrys by show. You should see if they'll sponsor us. It's worth a shot. Free Larrys. At a, no, at Chaos and Disorder on uh, Twitter, Chaos and Disorder Pod on Facebook, Asylum Fantasy Sports.com for all those archives to hear what Chris is talking about and to disprove this nonsensical wonderly theory Rick's bringing out. Until next time, we'll see you.
1: Hey, take care and uh, sit back and listen to a little Dublin Blues.
0: I loved you What's the significance Spanish of Dublin step Blues? Step it's a great
2: song. Oh. And it's Guy Clark.
1: And it's Guy Clark.
0: Oh, it's that Guy Clark
1: thing you were talking about. Guy Clark, good.
2: He was in that Towns Van Zant, Steve Earle.
1: Yeah, the uh, Heartworn Highways. Yeah. In fact the, a lot of most of the scenes around well, all the scenes around that kitchen table was a guy in Susanna Clark's house. And it was um, Steve Earl and Rodney Kroll, guys, Stan Clark, Steve Young. Uh,
2: who else?
1: Just off Towns? my lawn. Did you
2: say Towns Van Zandt?
1: He wasn't at Guy Clark's house. He was at the I cabin with. Um, oh, that's with right. With Uncle mm-hmm. Uncle Seymour, the traveling blacksmith, in in his cabin. Just
2: off my I, I
1: think that's have
2: our been cue. That's a great movie. Out of the rain. It is. Huh? It Wait, is. Have you seen it? Okay. I have seen David.
0: Hasta luego. Bye, horse.